1: impacts you in some way shape or form
0: it's you better you bet presented by betmgm
1: yes indeed it is you better you bet nick costos ken barkley and you here with us on the betql network where every game is game seven no hot take bs on this show we bring you the bets and we bring you the sports we're coming to you live today from the odyssey app The BetQL app will be simulcast by our friends at Stadium from 4 to 6 Eastern, youtube.com backslash sports, twitch.tv backslash betql, and we'll tell you more about the YouTube and the Twitch chats coming up in just a little bit. And we are heard on radio stations nationwide. Heard, Chef. Including satellite radio Sirius 160 and XM 205. As Ken and I bring you the wager tainment, we're talking all things sports betting. Proudly presented today and always by the king of sports books, the great people over at BetMGM. Visit dat website, betmgm.com, and download dat app, BetMGM, and do so on this F3. Three words, and they all start with the letter F. It's one of the final ones of the year. Another word that starts with F. Phenomenal Football Friday, January 26th, in the year of our Lord, 2024. Our show on Twitter, at You Better You Bet. I'm on Twitter and the gram, at The Costos, and Ken Barkley, your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper. <laughs> Tripping his face off right now on X at Lockie Lockerson. And on this Phenomenal Football Friday, we will do you, dear listener and dear viewer, the privilege of bringing you five phenomenal guests. Sam Paniadovich will join us as he always does on a phenomenal Football Friday. He's got a ton of football bets for this weekend including a money line parlay, a two team money line parlay for Championship Sunday. We'll talk about all those bets coming up with Sammy in hour number 2. We will also be joined today by Colin Wilson from Big Bets on Campus and the Action Network not to talk College football, as Colin normally joins us to discuss. Maybe we'll ask him about Harbaugh, you know, going to the Chargers. Not to talk Championship Sunday, although perhaps we'll sneak a question in on the two games coming up this weekend in the NFL. But tomorrow, Saturday, January 27th, it's the Royal Rumble. And uh, Colin bets WWE. And everyone loves the Royal Rumble. It's a blast. Uh, I'll definitely be watching it tomorrow, even though I don't watch wrestling every single week. So can't wait for it. Colin joins us for all the big WWE pay-per-views. So, look, you might not watch wrestling, and that's totally fine. But you want to put a couple bucks down on the event and watch it coming up tomorrow night? Uh, Colin's going to help you do that. Colin joins us next hour, giving us bets for the Royal Rumble. Uh, back to football. Back to football. Evan Silva established the run. Brad Evans, live on the line here on Stadium. And Steve Berline from CBS Sports, who declared earlier in the year on this show, he thought Jared Goff was playing at an MVP level. And now Jared Goff playing for an NFC championship this weekend. So, Paniadovich, Silva, Evans, Burline talking Championship Sunday, and Colin Wilson on the Royal Rumble. How phenomenal is that? Plus, it's a Friday, and you know what that means, and I hope you do at this point. YouTube and Twitch, youtube.com backslash Odyssey sports, twitch.tv backslash betql. We need you to start sending in right now your favorite bet for Championship Sunday in the National Football League. For either game, Chiefs-Ravens, Lions-Niners. Could be the side of the game, could be the total of the game, could be a parlay, a same-game parlay, a teaser. It could be a prop and look like... We get these every week now. It's like, here's my <laughs> NHL award bed. Send those in, also. We will. We're gonna do like a lot of this on the How do you show do today. That Old
0: Dominion. Are yeah, they gonna well, win, uh, we'll talk they to in their conference.
1: <laughs> what conference does Old Dominion play in?
0: Uh, used to be the Colonial. I don't know if they still yeah. play. I don't know what the conferences are this year. But it used to be the CAA, which Richmond used to be in my alma mater, and then they moved to the A10.
1: So yeah, well, yeah, so maybe maybe you want to ask about Old Dominion. Uh maybe you want to ask about college hoops, NBA, NHL, send us your favorite bet. We would prefer that it was football related, but look, it doesn't have to be. It can be an award market, it could be something else you like. I've got a couple NBA spots that I'm looking at for this weekend already, got games tomorrow. So maybe you've got that. That's great. Send them in YouTube and Twitch. Alex Fasano, R. E. P. will host the segment. He is combing through the chats to bring us your favorite bets for the weekend on YouTube and Twitch. We will do a lot of it. We will shout you out on the air. Get those in right now or at some point before the uh, the first segment coming up later in the show. Not only will we give you your bets for Championship Sunday, but we will give you... Our bets for Championship Sunday. And that's coming up later this hour on the show. Side and total for the AFC and NFC title games. And maybe uh, maybe the Prop King will give you a couple early thoughts on some props he's eyeing coming up for this weekend. And Power Hour final hour. All our bets for tonight, where it is my sincere hope that I do better than I did last night, where I went over and lost a couple with big-time kicks in the junk. Uh, special, mm. special thanks go to the Timberwolves and the Brooklyn Nets, which I thought was the most brutal of what was a brutal night of betting for yours, truly. We are locked and loaded. Phenomenal Football Friday heading into championship weekend in the NFL. Ken Barkley, how's it going?
0: Good. Yeah, it could have gone better over here, too. I, I only bet two things and still managed to be really grumpy at the end of the night with how they played out. Uh I was curious what kind of an effort you'd get from the Flyers with everything going on with them, and people can read up on all these guys taking leaves of absences in the World Junior Hockey Championships. Anyway, anyway, their number one goalie is part of that mess, and uh, and they haven't played very well. They lost a bunch of games in a row. They went to Detroit and played probably their worst game of the season, and they got shut out, and I had the over. <laughs> so that was, that was pretty terrible. 3 uh, nothing Detroit, I think the final score in that game. And then you and I both liked Miami, and you were even saying before the show started, like, I, you know, if I could make that bet again i would still do it just like a lot of the things a lot of the like the way that i think about the nba that leads me to bets that win that people like on the show also led to like heat plus eight and a half last night and I, i'm we were saying before the show like i'm sitting there at halftime so celtics were, were laying a big number for people who didn't follow the game heat have had some injuries they played terribly and they were on the second night of a back-to-back so that's why the point spread was so aggressive toward boston even though they were on the road and it's like a 11 13 point game at halftime and i'm like this is perfect. I was like, every, everyone's going to just think like Celtics run away with this. I didn't bet the heat in the second half. I, I had the, the, the full game bet, but I'm like, this is going to be so good. Like, you can just, I, the setup here is awesome. This is going to be great. So confident that this is going to go well. And then you blank them. The Celtics are up like 20, 25 points. Never, Miami never sniffs a cover in the game. Boston wins going away and continues a remarkable regular season. So I'm kind of with you. Where I just, even at halftime, like, I mean, you're, you know, sometimes the game, you, the game starts, you just go, nope, this is, this is not going to be it. Uh, Red Wings Flyers was like that. And sometimes it's like the Celtics game where I just go, no, I think we're still good. Like, I, I think this is, I think we got what we wanted here. It's not a tie game at halftime or anything. I think we're okay here. And it was really not okay. Um, so as much fun as two nights ago was, didn't lose. Last night with these two was uh, a couple of stinkers.
1: And uh, you know, just on the, I felt I had the same experience watching the uh, the Heat game last night, and I bet, <clears throat> I bet the Blackhawks last night. Um, t- to be fair, it scoreless, was like zero, yeah, scoreless, yeah. like, and deep into the second period was scoreless. Sure. Also, Edmonton ends up winning the game three nothing, and and I'm honestly at the end of the game, I'm thinking. Like imagine you bet Blackhawks plus two and a half on the puck line. That yeah, is tough. a that's, a, that's, that's really a, tough. T- yeah. a tough way, tough way to lose. Um, I have a couple thoughts coming out of last night yeah. in the NBA, and a couple mm. bets placed as a result. And oh, I know one... where we're going
0: here. I know exactly oh, okay. where you're going here.
1: Well, but, but yeah. before we get to before we get to the obvious, which will be my Knicks. Thrashed yeah. the Denver Nuggets last oh, night. Oh, I know.
0: I wasn't where I was going. I was going Jokic Embiid. That's where I thought you were going.
1: Oh no! Well, well, well. That I also I loved. By the way, so Denver gets waxed by the Knicks last night, and Michael Malone in the post game press conference basically like takes the opportunity to just like rail against the league for the way that they have been scheduled here and have a matinee game against the uh, Sixers coming up tomorrow. Uh, probably like Philly in that game, but that that can be a conversation coming up for later in the show. Um, but I want to talk about my Knicks in a second. But mm. I'll tell you what. I kind of want to start pronouncing his name like uh, Sheldon Cooper says his catchphrase in Big Bang Theory. Kaminga, uh, thir- yeah. 31, 31 last night. So bet him a little 125 yesterday for six-man uh, with my hashtag, my buddy Matty in Connecticut. Shout, hashtag Maddie, Shout out to him. And then he texted me earlier today and was like, Kaminga scored 31 last night. Like, do you want to bet more? I was like, what's it now? 50. And the answer was yes. So, I don't know if he's going to win or not, but I'm big in on the Jonathan Kaminga train. The Warriors, of course, did lose the game last night to Sacramento in brutal fashion. And uh, maybe this is the fan in me? Probably. And look, like I think it just was an advantageous setup last night. Probably for the Knicks, who just destroyed the Nuggets. Like That's not going to happen that often, obviously. The Nuggets are better than the Knicks. Um, the original Gangsta, OG, was really awesome. My Precious. Precious was awesome. The walls of Jericho filling in for Isaiah Hardenstein, filling in for Mitchell Robinson. The crowd's going nuts. Tom Thibodeau's like beside himself in happiness, like he's delirious in the postgame press conference. Uh, I bet the Knicks a little bit today uh, to win the Eastern Conference because uh, I was kind of high on my team. What are
0: they? they 16.
1: Well, at BetMGM, 16.
0: Could do worse, you know. We'd probably rather bet them than Milwaukee. Did you see that note on the Bucks, by the way? I watched the Knicks game last night too. I'll tell you about it in a second. Uh and we wait for Doc Rivers to debut as Bucks head coach. Did you know if the Bucks finish with the second best record in the Eastern Conference? The Celtics coaching staff coached last year, so they can't coach. Doc Rivers would coach in the All Star game as the Bucks that's, head coach. That's, that's incredible. The dumbest thing I think I've ever heard. <laughs> that's like, just, how is that allowed? <laughs> like how is how is this a thing? I don't honestly pr- pr- Prunty
1: yeah. should get to coach. Sure,
0: have Yadas coach and play. I don't, who cares? Maybe like you know Bill Russell or something. What's just Adrian so Griffin
1: I, doing? I,
0: I, <laughs> Not a lot collecting money, probably or something. Uh, considering his next move, uh, the uh, but I, I watched the Knicks game too. The, the interesting thing, so like you were watching the game and you were thinking like, wow, the Knicks, and that's a good thing to think because they were really good. I, I was also thinking, oh my god, like how hard did Jokic get poked in the eye where it looked like it was the, his eye was going to start <laughs> bleeding at some point, and it was and he's like, like this is and this is like a tough dude he's got like the bear scratches on his arms all the time. Got comes yeah you know two brothers that are willing to basically beat up anybody that gives them any trouble. This guy's, you know, I mess with this guy and he gets poked in the eye. And I mean, he's down and he's like doing the thing where the, his like legs are flying around. Like he's in so much pain. I'm like, I can't imagine what this felt like for this guy. And then he stands up and he can't open his eye. And then he finally does. And it's just a pool of blood. And I'm just like, okay, can we stop? And you know, MSG great telecast, like, you know, gonna, they're going to tell you the story of the game just in Crystal clear high definition, trying to zoom in as much as possible. And I'm just like, ah, like I'm I got it. I got it. I got it. I got him. I really don't need any more of the Yokichai thing. But he he gets trucked. And bead gets blown out at the same time. I did kind of like the pacers in the game and we didn't talk about it. It's like my bad. I kinda like them. I didn't have an opinion on the next game. I didn't see that one coming. Um and that, and just the Sixers, who are playing a little short-handed right now too, uh, they they get blown out by Indiana in a game where it's like, oh, Embiid wants to slow it down and shoot jumpers. Well, here's the team that's the exact opposite of that and wants to do the exact opposite. So both we spend so much time on the show being like both MVP candidates lose, and are you know these this two man race, and they both lose last night and and it's like this most bizarre way to go into their meeting tomorrow where it's like you hate both you're just like yeah like this is terrible performances and i'll I'll be curious what we get tomorrow there is not a betting market open for that game yet the markets for tomorrow night's games and tomorrow afternoon's games are just starting to populate right now and i think both of them are going to play you have mb like kind of got a little like awkward landing last night and you have Jokic's eye obviously too yeah i you would think they both play but Curious to see what that betting market is. And I I would go the other way. I, I think I think Denver is gonna blow them out probably, just because this is not like a fully formed Sixers team right now. DeAnthony Melton's not playing. A couple other guys are playing with injuries. Like it's just a little bit of a tough spot.
1: Um, we may have been wrong last night with the Heat. Yeah. Uh tomorrow, the Heat play at the Knicks.
0: Oh, I have a market for that game. You want to guess what it is? It's six. Yeah, five and a half. Oh, um, I mean Miami. Miami. Miami okay. to win?
1: Miami to win. A- absolutely. Well, m- maybe not Definitely to win.
0: cover. Definitely cuz maybe like <laughs> Uh <laughs> just the way the Knicks two, are playing. For people who don't know, like, the Knicks like the Timberwolves are the number 1 defense in the league, but the Knicks since they got Ananobi, are like 6 points per 100 better than the Timberwolves. They're like by far the best defense in the league.
1: Uh like 2 220. 220 20 and a half
0: 215 and a half is the opener right now so, I don't know so if people bet the over. people know <laughs> people people get it we get it with these uh with these Knicks games and these low totals so you, you would say Heat heat plus five and a half. That's like a that's like a no-brainer for you tomorrow.
1: I, I feel like the Knicks have kind of earned enough of the benefit of the doubt at this point sure. that I think that they will win the game. Like, I don't know. I feel like okay. last year's Knicks would lose this game. Maybe this year's Knicks win, but I don't think it's a laugher. I think this definitely, like, comes down to the wire tomorrow.
0: And then the other—so there are three games tomorrow that are interesting, then. That game that you mentioned, we don't have an opener for Nuggets Sixers yet, which, like, will move the MVP market, but we'll see, like— do they both play? Does anybody care? And then the Celtics come off that game, and they, this is where I'm like, I just look and I go, like, really? Like, I really, I have the Clippers to win the division. I want them to win a billion games. And they, like, they're they're going to play the second night of a back-to-back against the Celtics in Boston tomorrow. <laughs> just like, all right, well, L, all right, and then what's the next game after that? That sounds really good. That's a Celtics six and a half. On the opener for anybody who cares. So, I do want to admit, when we get back from break, I want to talk about Kaminga a little bit because I think, Great. I don't know if you're on to something, but I think he's very interesting.
1: Um, also, like, I, I do kind of like the Raptors a little bit tonight against the Clippers. Yeah, I do. Look I, ahead. Like, I like
0: them. I like them. Look ahead spot. Yeah. Look ahead I, spot. <laughs> Looking ahead to Boston, like, <laughs> looking even, to Boston. like Zach isn't even the coach anymore. There's like not a lot of connection. <laughs> so, and uh, I,
1: I feel like I want to bet the Suns until the wheels fall off. They're playing Indiana tonight. Okay. Uh, I think I'm, I think I'm going to up playing, playing Phoenix. All right, we're just getting started here. Phenomenal Football Friday. We'll get to the football in a little bit. But coming up next, more NBA off of last night with Nick and Ken here on You Better You Bet. He
0: wouldn't pass it as hot as he's been. Down three. Steph Kaminga! It's the Kaminga Air Show. It's Steph Curry. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley. On the BetQL Network. Courtesy of the call goes
1: to NBC Sports Bay Area. Jonathan Kaminga. Another fantastic game. It's honestly, it sounds like a name, like a Seinfeld name, that Elaine would say in a really funny way. Kaminga. Uh... He was awesome last night. Not enough, though, for the Golden State Warriors who fall to Sacramento, one thirty four, one thirty three. Crazy game. Harrison Barnes goes off against his former team. Steph Curry like, turns the ball over at the very end with a chance to win. Doesn't call timeout. Kings escape with the victory. But uh, Kaminga in the six man market. We talked about him a little bit yesterday. Ken uh, goes from one twenty five to one to fifty to one. So still like unlikely to win. But uh, great game last night for Kaminga. Uh, you had said going to break that you wanted to discuss the young player for Golden State a little bit here. What do you have for us here on Kaminga?
0: I uh, I spent a lot of time thinking about this this morning. I mean, I, whatever, for me, that's like 20 minutes because usually I have like terrible attention span on stuff and I want to think about 10 things. But I thought about him a good amount this morning just because like I, I watched the game, uh, I watched the first three quarters before I went to bed and I watched the fourth quarter this morning because it was like one of the more interesting games to me on the, on the slate and the other games were so brutal. Um, it was almost like a palate cleanser and you're you're struck first of all like just not a betting conversation when you watch him play you are struck by that he like might be a guy like when you watch him play especially now and you see warriors fans and a lot of the media tweeting this stuff too like looks like a switch is flipped he's turned the corner or whatever cliche you want to use for him improving his play again He's a third year player and we frequently see like third year players make big leaps and and play a lot better and it you watch it and it it does look like it like it's not the numbers aren't a, a fluke like you're, it's not like this guy isn't a you know a potential star player a couple of years from now. That's the that's the ceiling. So it I mean it's possible they really hit on this player like which would be extremely helpful for them in the situation they find themselves in with their roster. So first of all, just from an eye test standpoint, you're like I this player is very interesting to me. Like this is something new and this is something that that I I want to think about a little bit. And my first thought was. Uh, The market that you brought up with him, which was six man of the year. And I think there's like a really strong bull case, just like that. He's 50. And if he does this every night, he won't be 50. Like that's, that's an easy case to make. Right. And then you, you can obviously, you can poke a lot of holes in it and maybe none of them happen. You go the trade deadlines in you know, about a week or two, what are the warriors going to do? Are they really going to go into the second half of the season starting andrew wiggins every game when who who to be fair makes a lot more money than jonathan kaminga and you typically don't bring guys like that off the bench like or like they need to get this guy in the starting lineup like this needs to happen this needed to happen yesterday they actually need to trade clay thompson but they're probably not going to do that like they need to clear a lot of this and they need to give this guy a lot of run because he's really good are they going to do that and if they do then all of these bets are dead because he's going to start and he's not six man of the year. He's just like a really good player. Who's going to start. And if they don't and they do nothing and they like force him to continue to come off the bench, that's when it starts to get a little more interesting. So it's kind of like, what do they do with the trade deadline? Are they really usually you have a player this good? You, you don't bring him off the bench when you see this for like five games, you don't, you don't do that. Um, are they really going to do that? I'm skeptical. But, like, I mean, if he plays off the bench for 40 games like what we saw last night, it's going to get really interesting. And then the other part of this, from a six-man standpoint, is team success is so important. Them If Curry makes the shot at the end, two things happen. One, he gets jammed to win Clutch Player of the Year, and Kamega gets jammed even more to win six Man of the Year. And it just, that's the way the ball bounces. You know, like, they lose four under. I mean, just, like, that's not a team that this award ever comes from. So you've got all these moving pieces here where, like, how good is the team going to be? How What is his role going to be? Are they going to do something at the trade deadline? But just there aren't a lot of players in the league right now who are, like, new and interesting. There are plenty of really good players, but they've been good. We've seen it for, like, four months. This is something new, and it's really interesting. So, like, sixth man was my first thought. There are a couple other things. It's just – it's – it's appealing because of the price. I just there are so many ways it goes wrong, and I hope that doesn't happen. I hope you win your bets. I just I don't know if this is like the I, I'm so excited about it, or I just I kind of wanted to see where it goes.
1: Yeah, I think that's I think it's think it's really fair, and it's pretty amazing. Like all the reports that had come out recently about Kaminga and like his like thoughts on Steve Kerr and like that we've gotten to this point now
0: is just it's like crazy. Is crazy. <laughs> what did you call call champs of I mean, Hey, it's uh, it's Jonathan Kaminga. I hate Steve Kerr.
1: (laughs) Like, sources close close to Jonathan Kaminga, a.k.a. Jonathan Kaminga, saying he hates the head coach. Um, Just for people that don't know, um, if the season ended today, the Warriors are not even in the play-in tournament. They're two yep. games out of the play-in tournament. So like, they're not even one of the top ten seeds in the Western Conference right now. So we'll see where where Golden State goes from here. Can um, anything else for you last night in the NBA or the NHL? Where you could talk about like the Knicks? Um, if not,
0: I uh, I also thought about with Kaminga. Um, I did for a split second. I wonder if I should like contact live support for sports books to have him (laughs) added to most, to have him added to most improved player where he's not currently listed. Did you? No. And I don't think I want to bet it. I just, uh, but I did think about it for a little bit. And this is a market for people who haven't followed this award very closely. This is one of the dumber ones that we have in all sports. Uh, It doesn't go to sometimes the player that you'd think it would go to. It tends to be like a, not it's a participation award is not the right way to put it It tends to go to like a lesser player who just really improves a lot and gets close to an all-star level they don't have to make the all-star team they just have to get kind of like at that level by the end of the season and if they do that and especially if they come from nothing if they come from being irrelevant to doing that then that's the type of guy you kind of want to focus on um It's really not like a star that becomes a superstar. We've had a lot of examples of that where the guy hasn't won. John Morant is the one that kind of bridges both. He made a huge leap and went from star to superstar, but when he won that a few years ago, LeBron essentially scolded the media for doing it and said that they should start going back to what it used to be, which is like a mediocre player that becomes really good. That's part of the culture that created Larry Markin and winning over SGA last year. Is and and honestly, ja like campaigned LeBron for Desmond
1: scolded. Bain, right? That year, like yes. Jaw held press conference. He was like, don't vote for me for this award. Vote right. for my teammate, Desmond Bain. I'm too
0: good. <laughs> I, I, I don't want this. It's... And, and now watch to, me like, wave around this gun, gun
1: sucker. <laughs>
0: right, right. Yeah, it's like, don't. Give it to Desmond Bain because I'm about to break a lot of laws because <laughs> that's going to happen. So it's like, all right, that's okay. You got it, buddy. Give it to Desmond um, Bain yeah. or die or die. Right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh it, it's funny because when we do Clutch Player of the Year, like at the end of the season when we have more information, I think you're going to see the same dynamic where you have all these star players that could win, and they might they're going to be like, I don't, I don't want this thing. The hell do I want this award for? De'Aaron Fox won last year. He's really good. He's also, like, the 16th best player in the NBA. And, like, they're, they might want to give it to, like, the second best player in the NBA. Is that guy? Is that going to work? Do people want to do that? So, anyway, with Most Improved, the case for Kaminga is, like, he's a very traditional out-of-nowhere winner. Like, he's kind of, like, Markinen ish or, you know, like some of the other guys that have won historically where it's, I mean, Pascal Siakam won this award when nobody knew who he was. And then he, you know, went to 17 points per game. And it's like, Whoa. Like, you, you win. Like, this was crazy that you improved this much. If Kaminga does, it's not interesting now, but it's like, look, he's doing this now every night. And if he does 40 more games of this, it's going to equal something. <laughs> like, something's going to happen. And either he's going to start, or they're going to trade guys, or whatever. They're going to start getting being some... Rec- God forbid the team ever won some games. I mean, they really start to get some recognition. His problem is like, again there are tons of barriers to this happening and being consistent and the team is bad. And he's not like added, like even as great as the last five games are like, he's not an all-star like, that's not what this is. He's just a guy who became relevant and became like a contributor and maybe like a secondary scorer. Honestly, if he got his own team, he'd probably go nuts statistically on a bad team and they would not win a lot of games. Maybe he needs to do that to like really be good. I just, he's just really, I find myself constantly, I go to all these word markets and I just constantly just kind of go like, what am I kind of like Halliburton at the start? Like, what am I doing with this guy? Like everyone I think is going to start really liking him and wanting to acknowledge that he's making this leap. Does that mean he wins an award? And I, I don't know the answer to that. I have no idea. But I do think he's like day to day. Like you got to like, how is he doing? What's the team saying? Are they doing something at the trade? Like you got to be on this stuff. Because if it, if you get the right run out here and you get the right order of moves and he's going to like be in a certain role or whatever, then and he's somebody you might want to be on again, again in the second half of the season.
1: You better you bet with Nick and Ken here on a Friday. Our bets for Championship Sunday in the NFL coming up in a little bit, but talking a whole bunch of NBA topics off of last night's game, like a little Most Improved Player now with uh, with Jonathan Kaminga and his uh 31 points last night. So I look at this market right at Most Improved Player, and I have it up right now from BetMGM. There are some like I don't know, like really yeah. awesome candidates here, like Kobe White's 12 to one. He's made a big time leap. Maxie's the favorite and a huge favorite. Which makes sense, like he was having the best season of his career, and now he's like the Robin to Joel Embiid's Batman, and he's been awesome. Isn't, I don't know, like you're better with the stuff than me, isn't like Shen Goon actually the best candidate here? Uh, He's the second choice in the market from the Rockets, uh, Shen Goon plus 275, who like... He score, like throws up like a 28 like in like 13 every single night basically for the Rockets so his last three games 30 and 10 24 and 12 37 and 14 18 and 10 19, 9 19 10 like the guy's ridiculous last year averaged 14 points per game now he's at 22. um I'm not saying like he's as good as Maxi I know they don't play the same position also like wasn't Maxi better than Shengun was like last year I I, I don't know I just like kind of like I look at that market and I'm like, isn't Shengun actually the best one here?
0: Sure. Well, I think it's important to note, as I've said many times, but I'll say again, we don't know how anyone feels about this award, and it's almost February. Shengun could not only could he be ahead right now, he could get every vote if he had a vote right now. We don't we don't have any idea. He could get he could he could win unanimously. We wouldn't have a clue that that's what we're listening. Bond temps, (laughs) right? Let's fold this one in, like you know Halliburton, Kobe White, whatever, like. You could take a poll. Maybe one of these guys gets 40 firsts. How would you even know? Uh, Very few writers wrote about this award at the midseason point. Very few podcasts discuss it in detail. Those that do, do so almost dismissively and, like, don't put effort in. And that's not the content that I'm interested in, because if they're going to be dismissive, then they're not going to tell me anything that I'm going to care about. And then at the end of the year, they're going to pick someone else because they will actually care at that point. And they maybe think it's too early. It's only halfway through the year. Like, I don't want to do this exercise. Seems like a miserable way to live. But like, uh, but there are a few candidates aside from Maxi that are interesting, but just remind people Maxi has already averaged over 20 points a game for a season. Uh, no one has ever won this award the year before winning, averaging more than 20 points per game, which speaks to Nick's point that he may have been too good already. I would think about him not the same way, but he does share an attribute that SGA shared last year, which is like the question of, are they already too good to win this? Now, Max, he's like right on that line of maybe he's too good and maybe he's not. And it's like exactly 20 and he's really good this year. Like he's awesome. And he's going to be an all-star. Um, so he's, Kind of like maybe a really good candidate, maybe not. But again, we have no poll. How would we know? How it's This is going to be one of those, well, how do voters feel about him? Not is he good? Everyone thinks he's good. Everyone thinks he took a leap forward. How do voters feel about him? Which is just such a dumb but important question that needs to be answered. Should I agree with you. Uh, Shen Goon is like the classic winner of the award He's the guy he's the guy who wins a lot of the time he started statistically in a range in all advanced metrics points per game everything that matters he started in a range that the winner always starts from. And he is landing in a range that the winner always lands in, and he's like a fringe all star. Sl- the West is so crowded; he probably isn't going to make it. I think the way it's going to shake out, he might literally be like the last guy left off the roster. But like that does don't let that dissuade you. The winner does not have to make the team. That's not it's not predictive. Sometimes they make it, and sometimes they don't. Are they playing at that level? There's no question he's playing at that. He's being considered for the team. There's no question he's playing at that level. So it's, it is, it is very curious. And I, I guess it's kind of like, okay, you've got Shengun who's like an all-star. You've got Maxi, who was almost an all-star. Now he's like, probably not third team all NBA, but like, he's like a really, really, like a now a really good player, maybe a second best player on a title winning team. Is Kaminga going to like 17 points per game, 18 points per game from obscurity, from nothing? Do voters value that more than what these guys are doing? I don't think so, but I don't know, and I don't want to say with certainty it's one or the other until we let them speak. And so far, none of them are saying anything. So I do think it's at least possible, even with Shengun and Maxi, that this gets a little more interesting.
1: How can we, like, uh, as a show, do like kind of like our own investigation into this? Like, what, what, what's, what's, like, there
0: what's are too many play? voters. For NBA, NFL, like, there's 50. Like, it's easy. NBA, there's 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 more than that. I forget the exact number. It's just tougher. I I mean, I know who a lot of them are. Like, I, I guess we could, like, call them. <laughs>
1: Who's the, really? uh, who would you yeah. say is, Excellent. like, the, um, like, the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The, uh, the mouthpiece. That's the word. Like, the mouthpiece for everybody.
0: Like, Zach Lowe, probably.
1: We, we gotta get but Zach he's... Lowe on the show.
0: Yeah, well, and here's the funny thing. He gave up his vote because he hates the idea that his vote like determines money now for people like his all nba determines whether you get like a hundred million dollars he like didn't want that responsibility so he still talks about this stuff all the time but he actually doesn't vote anymore maybe that means like we should ask him these questions then
1: i uh i think we need to get zach Lowe on the show okay and i think it needs to happen today
0: no, it doesn't nah.
1: have that But at some point in the near Royal future, Rumble. it would be really great. Zach, <laughs> uh, rains or, uh, or Rock? Coming up next, bets for Championship Sunday Chiefs, Ravens, Lions, Niners.
0: Oh, steal by OG. And Adan is fouled. It's good. He will head to the line. Fouled by Coldwell Pope. It's forced a turnover. Here's Brunson ahead of the field this is the biggest deficit the Nuggets have faced all season. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley. On the BetQL Network.
1: Denver Nuggets, losers, the hell they ever won. King Kenny Albert and Walt Clyde Frazier with the call on MSG as the Knicks blow out the Denver Nuggets last night behind a stellar game from OG Ananobi the original Gangsta. Absolutely love it. Our bets for Championship uh, Sunday are coming up momentarily for the Chiefs and Ravens, the Lions, and the Niners. We've got updated injury news on Kansas City. The final injury report has come out. We will give that to you and our bets coming up in moments. Sam Paniadovich, Colin Wilson, Evan Silva join us in our number two. Brad Evans and Steve Berline in our number three. And as a reminder to everyone watching the show on YouTube and Twitch, send in your favorite bet for Championship Sunday and really your favorite bet period. Could be an any sport, whatever it is, awards, game by game, whatever, we will talk about it, we'll shout you out, and we'll discuss whether or not we like your bet over the course of the show today. So YouTube and Twitch in the chats, get those bets in, send them in, Alex will read them to us later in the show. Before we get to Championship Sunday, Ken, uh, tell tell me why my Knicks are winning the NBA Championship this year for the first time since 1972-73.
0: Uh, I think they are live to make the finals and uh, and lose to Denver which is kind of funny because they, they worked Denver last night, but um, they strike me as that's, that's their ceiling. Uh, if you view their best player as Jalen Brunson, which is the right way to view them, um, they're, they just don't have a comp. They don't really make sense. Uh, they, they seem like last year's Miami more than anything. And I think even if you look at how they're building their team and even what they're saying about how they want to build their team, they're basically doing everything but telling you they want to be last year's Miami in terms of, how you know, if you want to play on the Knicks, uh, you're, you're you're playing for a really defensive minded, like tough head coach. That's the mentality you want to have. And the crowd responds to that. They play really well at home. The acquisition of Andanobia has been such a home run. It's been like really unbelievable to see all that come to get versus how we played in Toronto or how he how was viewed during the trade. Even um, it's been pretty crazy how much they've hit on that, but look like they're really good. And if they get in a playoff series against the Celtics who have a lot of ghosts and some coaching issues and some late game issues. Boy, those are things that never come up in the playoffs at all. Coaching and late game execution. Uh, They, the Celtics can be gotten, and it's going to be the same as it was last year with them. Also, one of their most impactful players, Dabs Porzingis, has this habit of getting hurt every three games. And if he's out for half a series, like game over, um, and they're they're just out probably at that point, which is crazy. But that's like how much on a knife edge I feel like their chances are late in the postseason. Bucks, we've talked about endlessly. It's Doc Rivers and Giannis, and a team that has had a lot of trouble defending. You, you can make it, can win. You just have questions. And then Philly, the best player gets hurt all the time are they actually going to acquire a third best player and it can't be Tobias Harris. Okay. Then like, if they go in the playoffs like this, that's problematic. If they add someone, you still worry about Embiid's health and the next of the next team, they're the next team you get to when you talk about that. So that that's how it happens. It happens the same way Miami did last year. So I just to, to again, offer like how I would bet it though. They're not a winner to me, but they're like the plucky, t- they're like San Diego state in the NCAA tournament. Like they can get there. And then it's gonna not be good. Like if they get there, but they and can get there to lo- be the magic. <laughs> the Florida teams last year, Panthers and Heat in those in those situations. Like they can be that team. They probably are not a winner. So my my thing is like if they get there, I know it's a little convoluted, but like if they get there, I think they're gonna lose to a winner. And there's really only one winner I want on the other side, and it's the team that won last year. The Clippers are interesting, but I have like a lot of issues with them like late in a postseason and when we get. There's not. It's not worth discussing now. We'll we'll do that when we get there. If they're still relevant, Thunder are too young. Uh, Timberwolves, it's like too early for Edwards and too late for Gobert. They're like in a weird no man's land as terms of their best player. You uh, know they'll be really interesting in like two years. The problem is Gobert will be terrible by then. So like they're in a tough spot, but they're really good. Uh, it's Denver, and so if it's Denver, Denver over the Knicks. So not that they meet in the finals. I want them to meet in the finals and then i think i get a free square because denver wins if they be, if they meet in the finals and you get an even better price so prior to yesterday's game that was 55 denver over knicks so think about it like because you're like well the knicks aren't going to make it yeah but if they do you have them bowing out in the most obvious situation where they'll be you know they'll be plus a thousand in the series you know just they're, they'll they'll be not given a great opportunity and you kind of get that built into a big price also so that you're not betting the exact finals matchup you're betting like nuggets over a, you know, like a, a relevant Eastern conference team. So you can do that with the Knicks. If you really like the heat to make a run again and you want to play it out the same way, the finals would end the same way. Almost certainly. Uh, if you want to talk yourself into the Cavs for whatever reason, there are plenty of reasons to do that. I, again, I wouldn't kind of like feel like the Dallas Cowboys of the NBA at this point, uh, given who the coaches, especially. But like, if you want to do that, like, that's how I'd play those teams. Cause if you get there, I think you're going to get there and like look up at a giant and it's going to be like, then that's the end. And you can profit off that too.
1: Uh, I, at some point, and I don't think now is the time to do it. Maybe it's like next week and we'll see how they continue playing. Uh, maybe it's worth having a conversation about the Suns. Like, what's the Suns kind of ceiling? And like, can Phoenix make a deep run with the team as currently constituted? Won seven straight games. I think they'll make it eight straight tonight on the road in Indiana against the Pacers team that obviously played and played really well last night in blowing out the Philadelphia 76ers. All right, but that'll be a conversation for another time. Great guests will join us starting next hour. YouTube and Twitch, get those bets and we'll read them later in the show. But right now, and uh, look, we're, we're also on on Sunday. Countdown to kickoff, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Great guests. Uh, will Brinson and Brian Baldinger, by the way, will join us on Sunday. The show's going to be awesome. We'll give you, like, projected point spreads, look-ahead markets for the potential Super Bowl matchups, kind of like what we would want to do early on in the process. All And, of course, we'll analyze the games. So, <laughs> that's, that's We get fired if we don't do that. So that's coming up on Sunday, and we will reiterate our bets. Any other updated thoughts that we have, maybe we'll know more about Debo Samuel's status as well. We also kind of await on the Niners Friday practice report for Debo, but as of right now, it it feels like he's trending towards playing based on his limited practice status from Thursday. So as it stands right now, we reserve the right to change our minds based on injury information and weather, whatever. But here's where we stand right now on the games coming up for Sunday and our bets for Championship Sunday – Jake, kindly lay down that Mario music. replace this theme coming up for next season
0: it's still good it's it, it actually sounds new today because we don't we don't play it as often or for, for as long i guess would be the right way to i guess it. But it actually it actually feels kind of new today i'm a little more do i was little to more love, today than i was before do we
1: want to debut like the, the idea well we'll talk about this another time the idea of like big playoff games or like bosses in video games and they get it gets its know, own separate music yeah yeah We'll do that at some point. Bad idea. But for now, but for now, uh, thoughts on Championship Sunday. Can we begin in Baltimore where the, where the Ravens will be honoring every former player under the sun? Elvis Gerbach will be there. Can't wait. Uh, Baltimore at BetMGM is still a three and a half point favorite juiced towards the Ravens. It's basically four everywhere. So we call it four. Baltimore minus four. Total in the game, 44 and a half. Now I mentioned at the top of this segment, we have a Chiefs injury report. Um, Sky Moore out as expected. Kadarius Tony is questionable. Uh, the two big pieces here, though, Joe Thune, uh, like all-pro guard, is out as expected. Thune will not play for Kansas City. Isaiah Pacheco listed as questionable. Did practice on Friday in a limited fashion. Likely to play in the game would be the way I would analyze it. So I think he'll. He, I think he's more likely to play than not. But Thune is out. Chiefs at Ravens. Ken, what do you got?
0: Yeah, the strategy on this game for me uh, has been the same the entire week which is to wait and then at the last possible second bet the Chiefs to win the game. And that's, I think, a a pretty popular bet now in the market based on what I saw. And I just agree with it. And I would just remind people, like, you can like whatever side you want in the game, and that's great. And I would welcome you to make a bet on the game if you'd like to make a bet on the game. Uh, Everybody also liked the Packers last week. And I think a lot of people like Bet San Francisco because everybody liked the Packers last week. Uh, And the Packers almost won the game so don't let yourself be kind of fooled in this game like if the ravens cover be like well everybody was on the chiefs everybody was on the packers last week stuff is irrelevant and this the games are much more random than people would like to have you believe uh it's pretty straightforward i get a really really big plus price Uh, with like the most proven playoff commodity currently playing uh, against a completely unproven playoff commodity who has actually had like a couple stumbles so it's not that the Ravens can't win and blow out the Chiefs they have more than enough runway to do that they're great they're excellent they're deserved favorites Uh, there is a way they truck the Chiefs in this game and the Chiefs are pretty hurt just like okay but like are the Chiefs gonna win a little more than this just based on the history of the two teams and what we know about the quarterback. I think they're going to win a little more than this. I think they're gonna win, Maybe they win 48% of the time or 50% of the time because there's a lot of times their guy shows up and the other guy we still have a lot of questions about. And I think there are ways that you can keep the game close against the Ravens. So I, I like the Chiefs in the game. If you had to bet the total, I would like the under with the Chiefs. And I see them winning kind of a, a crazy, dramatic last possession game.
1: You mentioned uh, 48, 50, 52, you know, numbers. You know what number I care about? 15. Patrick Mahomes' number. He's the best player in the world. Uh, hashtag square, don't care. I'll take the best quarterback. I'll take the Hall of Fame head coach. Maybe John Harbaugh gets there one day. Uh, I'll take the Chiefs plus the points where they lose by three. I still win my bet. Give me Kansas City coming up in the AFC title game. Ken, Niners and the Lions in the NFC title game. San Francisco close to being a 7.5 point home favorite total, 51.5. I'll go first here. Uh, I like the over in the game. I expect both offenses to have success. And I'm going to play the Lions to win the game outright. Dan, now look, the, Like the decisions can bust, and they lose by 20. Go for it on a couple fourth downs. Maybe a fake punt evoking Bill Parcells and the 1990 Giants and the NFC Championship game on the road in San Francisco to stop the three-peat. I think they're going to roll the dice. I think the Lions steal this game and then get obliterated in the Super Bowl. Lions money line and the over for me
0: yeah it's, it's look at it's seven seven and a half it's just not a buy for me on San Francisco I think they're just properly rated uh I'll give you a bet I made earlier today this is along the same lines as the Knicks so we talked about like well if you like the Knicks to win the East play someone to throttle them in the finals at a huge price the Chiefs to beat the Lions as the Super Bowl exact result right now can be found as high as 16 to 1 that the Chiefs beat the Lions we think the Chiefs are really alive in the first game I think you get a free square in the Super Bowl, which I know is kind of like a silly thing to say, but like, I think the Chiefs would beat the Lions in the Super Bowl. It's kind of like Chiefs win, Lions win this weekend. I would like the matchup a lot. 16 to 1, Chiefs over Lions.
1: Kansas City's been waiting many months for revenge for losing the season opener to the Detroit Lions. Maybe they get it in Sin City. Hour one done. Hour two for you coming up on the other side. We started getting football bets for this weekend from our friend, Sam Paniadovich.